Hi, and welcome to The Art of Spiritual Sleep. My name is Wendy Rosenthal, and I am your co-host, along with Kabbalistic sleep and dream expert, Mordecai Ballas. Mordecai, how are you doing today? I'm great, Wendy. Very happy to be here. Very excited to be with you and reveal this slide together. Yes, I'm always very happy to be here, and I am excited because today's episode is Let Me Sleep On It where you're gonna talk a little bit about the power of sleep and dreams on helping us overcome challenges or find questions to those things that we're kind of stuck on, which I'm very excited about, I want you to know, because it's something that uh, I can always use in my daily life and, and in my business. So I'm very excited about that. Before I let Mordecai get started, I want to remind everybody that you wanna stick around because at the end of the episode, we have two great features. The first is the language of dreams, which is where Mordecai is going to discuss the symbol of the week because we really want you to be able to start interpreting your own dreams. And also we have something to sleep on where Mordecai shares tips and exercises and lots of ways that you can better your sleep and your dreams so that you have a clearer waking life. So stay tuned for that. And also I wanna remind everybody that we look forward to your questions. So if you have any, please feel free to write them in the comment box. If we can get to them during the show, we will. And if not, we always like to follow up with you and we appreciate all of your questions and comments that we are getting along the way. All right, Mordecai, I'm very excited about this one. <laughs> Help me, I need to learn how to do this. Right, so, um, you know, until now, um, we spoke about um, learning, right? And you also use right now the verb learning. And um, it's true that when we come to dream interpretation, when we come to uh, better our sleep, 40% of it can be learned. So this is part of the good news, if you mm -hmm. want to look at it that way. 40% of it can be learned, and that's what we're doing in the different sessions. Today we want to introduce you to the other 60%, which is where the magical part of the wisdom of Kabbalah, uh, that I'm uh, privileged to be part of the Kabbalah Center and to do this as part of the Kabbalah Center, um, which is the source of, of these blessings and the dream interpretation that I'm doing, we want to introduce you to the other 60%, because even if you learn all the 40% and you know all the symbols and um, let's say you don't have as much as a connection to the magical, the mystical part of Kabbalah, then uh, you, you're going to be very knowledgeable but, uh, and you might have many books about dreams and learn, learn a lot about dreams and yet not being able to put one plus one together. And that's why we call this particular uh, show that we have the art of spiritual sleep. Because it's really an art, you know, everyone can take a bunch of colors and just draw on a paper. Almost everyone can do that, right? And, uh, but it's an art to actually take those and make something out of it that is just, whoever looks at it is really like astonished. And I shared this before, not from a place of ego, 
that whoever has done the, the sleep coaching with me or the dream interpretation, maybe they're doing it so, uh, maybe they're not saying it because they don't want to hurt my feelings, but I never had really someone that just said, you know, it was okay. <laughs> uh, you know, it was, eh, you know, well, because the, the people taste the other 60%. Yes, everyone can have the knowledge, no question. But to this, in this session, we want to connect you with the 60%. At least introduce you because it's a journey. It's a journey to, uh, to connect to this. And uh, you better pack a lot of sandwiches for this journey because it's not a <laughs> short one. <laughs> and for those of us who love food, we would not be wanting to be left short. Absolutely. Without, right? <laughs> Make sure you pack the good ones. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it brings me back to, to my teachers. To my teachers, Derav and Karen. And my teacher, Derav, left the physical world uh, in September 2013. And uh, my teacher, Karen Berg, the wife of Rav Berg, um, left the physical world um, on the 9th of the month of Leo, uh, 2020. So uh, it's relatively more fresh. And uh, every time they ask me, you know, how, do you, how did you get to uh, do dream interpretation? How did you get to, to be an expert in that field? I say one thing which is actually connected to two things, but at the end of the day, yes, it's my connection to the Zohar, especially the Zohar, the main text of Kabbalah, and above all, my connection to my teachers. Because, and I remember that, that um, I'm just giving you like a side uh, nugget, that uh, when I uh, joined the center to become a full-time uh, member of the center, Back then, my teachers, Rav and Karen, used to do a special meditation, daily meditation. You might be familiar with it. It's called the Anna Bekoach, very ancient uh, Kabbalistic meditation. And on a day that one of the teachers would join the team, they would get the name and the father's name or mother's name, accessing the spiritual account of the individual. And they would give a part of their soul to that individual. If someone, for any reason, uh, God forbid, I don't wish it for anyone, would choose to uh, discontinue their journey with being a full-time member, they will also give back that part of the soul. But it's like they give you stocks in the company that you work for, sort of, right? And this stock is something that, this is the beauty, right? This is something that you can grow. So I remember throughout the different times, uh, I remember this famous line that the Rav uh, shared with us that um, the Rav said it this way. It's a nice quote, but it's beyond the fact that uh, also on top of it, the Rav and Karen gave me and still give me every single day. I'm not taking it for granted. I appreciate it. The gift, every teacher has different gifts. The gift of being able to, uh, amongst different other gifts, the gift of being able to do the dream interpretation, to do the sleep coaching. So um, I go back to my teachers every time I want to reinforce, to reignite, 
to reconnect. And this is what we want to do today with this 60% to find your connection to the lineage of the Kabbalist. And we're doing this by sharing about the Rav, sharing about Karen, um, and finding your own experience in this journey for you. Whether you met, you've met the Rav, or you've met Karen, or you didn't, your soul for sure knows those two powerful souls which are actually one. So the Rav would say many times, I remember this to this very day, <laughs> that the Rav would say, and, and the moment you say something, you quote from someone, you actually invite their soul. So I invite my teacher, that my teachers that are no longer limited by the physical reality, by the five senses, to actually come and speak through me. That it won't be actually me that's sharing this with you today. And they will not say no. Just that they will not say no to you if your intention is to share light with the world. So the, the Rav would say, my teacher Rav Berg would say many times, if I have a problem, someone comes to me with a problem, some, someone comes to me with a challenge, I think I still might have the recording um, of, of this quote. And I don't really know what to do. I don't really know what's the answer. There's too many answers. It's a bit complicated. If it's complicated, it means that it's not really light. Because the light of the Creator is simple. The solution is simple. So the Rav would say, you know what, I don't have the answer yet. It means that it's probably not the right timing. And maybe I'm too attached to, I gotta get the answer now. So the Rav would say, let me sleep on it. And I remember until today, the Rav would say, you know, I wake up in the morning and now I have the answer. <laughs> what happened? You know, what happened? Now I have the answer. Okay, wait, wait, wait. before you go on, can I just stop for a second? Sure, yeah, okay. go ahead. Great, no, I just wanted to take a moment and ask a question because, you know, there are a lot of people who, you know, maybe had never heard of the Kabbalah Center that are listening to this, that don't know who the Rob and Karen are, that, that um, may not ever have a chance to connect to that. And I think what you're saying is really important and deep because everything that you're talking about in all of these sessions is coming from your teacher, you know, who was the Rob and Karen Berg, your teachers. So, to me, the importance in what I heard you say is that when you're open and you're allowing yourself to even be guided by a teacher or by somebody else that you respect or that you're open for opinions, that that helps open you up to be given gifts that you didn't even know you had. Is that right? right? That's correct. That's correct. But I want to be specific by saying that when you connect to the master Kabbalist of our generation, you're actually connected to the lineage, the, the group of people, the group of souls throughout history. From Abraham the Patriarch and Sarah the Matriarch, they together, they started the Kabbalah Center, and not as we know it today, right? But um, they started and they passed the torch to the next Kabbalist, which was their son Isaac and his wife Rebecca, and then continued to Jacob, and then continue to uh, his wives, Leah and Rachel. And it goes on through Moses, through Rav Shimon Bar Yochai, the author of the Zohar, 
and the Ari Kadosh of Isaac Luria, who lived 500 years ago, it's pretty much the same souls coming again. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like uh, the Creator is playing um, cards with the dark forces, not that the God is uh, playing with dice, right? But those souls are like the Joker, or they are like the ace of the Creator. These are the ones that the Creator is saving for the crucial moment. These are game changers. So, souls like this maybe come every 500 years. And, uh, of course, not to belittle uh, Rav Ashlag, the founder of the center, who received as an extra soul, the soul of this great Kabbalist, Dari Rav Isaac Luria. And uh, Rav Ranwine, the teacher of my teacher, who also had a very strong soul connection, without going into too many details, right, to those giants. So it's the same souls coming again and again. And uh, I would say the beauty here, and maybe the unique part, is that we can hopefully say today that the Rav and Karen, the Rav is a mixture of different powerful spiritual giants. It's like many souls coming together to one body. And Rav Ashlag, the founder of the center, told it to his student, Rav Ranwine, there will come a day that someone will come, a man will come and simplify all this wisdom in a way that everyone can understand. And when Rav Ranwine met the Rav, I believe with all my heart and soul that Rav Ranwine knew this is the person that his teacher was talking about. But it wasn't, it was only, it wasn't without Karen that Karen actually, when Rav and Karen met, Karen was pushing the Rav throughout the years, but at the very beginning, pushing the Rav, saying to the Rav, if I learn from you this wisdom, everyone can learn and everyone should learn this wisdom. Karen opened up the gates for people to become spiritually enlightened through the wisdom of Kabbalah, through this particular energy of Karen. So why, why are we even talking about this? You know, for those that didn't have the chance or this is the first time you're hearing about the Rav and Karen, there's something very important. When you come to ask for, let's say, a loan from the bank or whatever, right? So they ask for your collateral, like who's going to back you up in case you won't be able to pay? And uh, similarly, when we come right now to uh, the game of life, we want to be game changers, we want to have better dreams, better sleep. We believe that we'll be able to bring stronger light to this world if we'll have those. Why should the Creator approve for you this loan? It's not a given that you want to have your sleep better. Uh, okay, let's just give it to you. Right? There's a spiritual uh, concept in Kabbalah called bread of shame, that everything we want to have that is really like, if we really want to connect to the fulfillment of something, it's important that we have a sense of earning of that particular thing, that we make an effort. So why would someone give you uh, right now better dreams, better sleep? You might not deserve it. Maybe because of different things, maybe because of wrong belief systems that don't serve you. Who knows? But... If you come in to the bank 
with the most spiritual wealthy souls to apply for the loan. Oh, I didn't know uh, that uh, Bill Gates is your brother. Oh, I didn't know that Warren, Buff uh, Warren Buffett is your brother-in-law or your father. Oh, for sure. <laughs> no, yes, your loan is, is granted. That's it. They don't review anything. Similarly, spiritually, you won't have better sleep. You won't have better dreams. You might need to make effort to earn it. But when you connect to the lineage and by connecting to my teachers, to our teachers, Rav and Karen, you actually connected to all the work that the Kabbalists have been doing. Ah, Great. Then you get it, even though you might, you, you might still need to do a little bit of effort, but it's not... You just need to put the cherry on the top. It's not to compare like now from the beginning, you need to connect to this 60%. Right. Okay. Well, thank you for explaining that. Cause I just wanted to make sure before you went on and talked about what the Rav said that everybody kind of understood, yes. you know, what that meant. So, <laughs> right. all right. Thank you. So, so it's really uh, the magical part of Kabbalah. And I'm telling you right now, it would have taken me probably lifetimes, lifetimes, to be able to have the access to the energy and the wisdom and the knowledge that I have about dreams. Lifetimes. But now, I, there's no way that I remember all the symbols. There's no way that I remember all the connections and all the one plus one and all the concepts that are related to dreams. But I have a spiritual search engine that I use. So when someone is telling me the dream, I don't know the interpretation. I metaphysically type the question, the dream, and the search engine, which is through my teachers, the Rav and Karen, give me that. And the Rav and Karen are linked in the chain to Joseph, the son of Jacob, the patriarch. Joseph the Righteous, who is the conduit, is the chariot for dreams in the physical reality. So they helped me dial to Yosef HaTzadik, to Joseph the Righteous, and uh, that's it. I don't need to break my head, like, with interpretation, with... Now, not to, not to belittle everything we have done until now. You need this 40% that you have learned until now. It's not the full 40%, right? But you still need Probably it. Only about five. Yeah. <laughs> There's a long way to go. <laughs> right. All the exercise, all the stuff we gave you, awesome. Keep on doing it. Without this part, you're just going to need to make a lot of effort together. And some people have seen already tremendous improvement, which is great. We're very happy. We want you to add now the beginning of the 60%. So then it's really going to be a, a trip. So, so because the Rav used sleep as a tool and he shared that with you, let's go back to what we want to talk yes. about, which is how to, how to like sleep on it, how to use sleep and dreams to help you sort through. Like, look, a lot of people, you can read about dreams. They say, oh, dreams are just ways of working through your daily issues, right? That's not what we're talking about because that's like, right. that's basic. I don't know anything about dreams, right? What was the Rav really talking about? So, uh, beautiful question. The Rav is pretty much talking about the essence of um, everything. What's the essence of everything? Is that our soul 
which is driving this beautiful vehicle that you see here right now. <laughs> Our soul is a rock that was taken from the mountain. So if, let's say, the mountain is God, the light of the Creator, our soul was taken from the mountain and was put in a different vessel, but it still has those beautiful powers that the mountain has. It still has the same attributes. So if, it's lo if we're looking at the stone, the stone, even it was it was taken already from the mountain, it still has the same minerals and everything, all those attributes. But part of it is because the stone is so far away from the mountain, the stone might not think that, uh, or starts to forget that uh, it used to be part of the mountain. So we are like the children of the king, of the kings of all kings, the master of the world. But somehow along the way, we tend to forget that this is who we are, and we think we're just someone, right? So what the Rav is saying, and this is at the core of everything, all you need to do is to remind yourself who you truly are, who is your soul, by realigning yourself with your souls. Sleep is one of the greatest ways to realign yourself with the source. So what happens when we are sleeping, right? We already learned physically that um, the body goes into a place of rest that even cannot be achieved through most of the meditations. So when the Rav is saying, and it's not just physical rest, there's a letting go of the body consciousness, right? The soul is already elevating to the higher realms, and the rock goes back to the mountain. Ah. Even if it's for five hours, six hours, seven hours. So what happens when we are asleep? Nice word to you. I didn't have this concept before I invited the Rav. So now the Rav explains it, explains it in a more beautiful way. What happened when we, are, when we went to sleep? Our soul came back and it was reminded to us who we truly are. So when we wake up in the morning and we have the solution, it's not because, I mean, what happens? You slept on it. What, how come the challenge disappear? Because when you remember that you are part of the mountain and the mountain can do anything, then so do you can do anything. So the reason you woke up with the answer, or the reason you woke up and the challenge disappeared, the prosperity came, the health came, the health so solution came, the argument you had with your spouse dissolved like it never happened. Why? Not because you slept. It's because you reconnected with your source and you let go of your attachment of getting the answer now and how I want to get it. And because of that, you reconnected with your source, you are aligned, now you become like God, even if it was just in the morning. <laughs> you know, some, <laughs> not morning people, right? Even if it's just for the morning, you became like God. And in that moment, boom, that's when magic happens. That's so amazing. I, I did not expect you to say that. And it's, and it's so I didn't different. expect me to say that either. <laughs> 
Well, but it's so different than, again, like we've talked over the last few weeks about, you know, getting messages through your dreams and all of that. And, you know, we've talked about the, the stages of your soul going to reconnect to the place where you can get those answers. And so it isn't as if we hadn't talked about it in some ways, but what's so beautiful about what you're saying is that it's almost like all the answers are already there. Right? Yeah. It's just it's allowing like yourself to open up to it. Right. The internet existed already in a metaphysical state before it was revealed to the world. You can find today almost anything in the internet. Almost anything. But you also need to do to know how to search. To search, right. So here we are revealing to you that you don't even need to break your head with the search engine because we're going to provide it for you at least one of the search engine. You don't have to use a specific one, but uh, this is something that I definitely use. So it like, hasn't failed me even once. So I'm sure that all of us have had that experience where we said, okay, I'm just going to sleep on it and wake up tomorrow with fresh look, outlook or fresh eyes. So again, it's kind of like sleep 101. We all sleep. We've all had that experience where we've gone to sleep, blah, blah, blah. So now Mordecai would can we do to amplify that? Because now that we have the, the insight as to what really yes. is happening, is there something we can do specifically before we go to sleep to activate that even more? Or is it just really about letting go? Well, um, I think it's the knowing. As, as the Rav is always saying that knowledge is uh, uh, consciousness plus information. Now you have the information. And now you have also the awareness that you need the 60%. I mean, you can, can you do without it? I don't know, but it's, it's just going to take a lot of effort, a lot of effort. Well, like it's going to take you I, maybe even years, right? Well, it's like what we've talked about. Like everybody sleeps and everybody dreams. So there's a certain amount of what's going on that even if you never heard this show, which I hope is not true, and I hope everybody's sharing with all of their friends. <laughs> Absolutely. Even, if you never heard this show, you still are going to go to sleep. You're still going to have dreams. The, 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 the mechanisms of sleep and dream is going to happen because it's set up in the universe to be that way. Right. But, right. But you're giving us, and maybe this is going to be something to sleep on, but you're giving us this insight that allows us to, you know, activate it. If we were at 5%, just cause we're born and we live and we dream and we sleep, we could be like at 95%. Right. Right. So imagine like every, um, the, maybe one of the ways to look at it, imagine that every night of your life is like a bullet. Okay? A bullet in your, uh, I don't know, gun or... Holster. So you, you have, let's say, uh, someone lives till 100 years, uh, soon hopefully 200 years and more, let's say 100 years. That's around uh, 36,000 nights. If you have 36,000 bullets... And by the way, it's more than that because every night you have different dreams. Right. You know, and you're shooting everywhere like a machine gun. 36,000 bullets. You don't think you're going to hit the duck at, at one point? <laughs> you, know, you, you know, you got to be like really like yeah. <laughs> shooting in the air yeah. not to hit one time. So every, almost everyone that I've met throughout the years had at least one time in their life that they had a dream that was really meaningful, that really was, uh, and some of them remember it, some of them don't, 
but everyone has at least one thing it was one dream it was the turning point but do we want to be in that statistics no. that one of the 36,000 so we offering to you right now by having this awareness and it's even beyond the fact that we're giving you this quote when we use this quote when we internalize this quote we actually invite Uh, the Rav, Rav Berg, and Kernberg, we invite them to support us in our night sleep. And I remember many times that Karen said, before Karen left the physical world, that if you come to the Rav, whether it's physically going to the resting place in Sfat, in Israel, or just thinking about the Rav, and you ask for help about anything, if you ask him, Just for yourself, you might get the answer, you might get the support. But if you come in and you ask him because you want to share this light, this uh, light of Kabbalah, this magic with as many people as you can, can say, the Rav will not say no to you. Hmm. So when you have this intention before you go to sleep, you know, I want the answer about this. I have this challenge. I need help with this challenge. But why do you need help with this challenge? Why do you want to get clarity on that situation? Why do you want to send a message to that individual? Why? And if the answer is, because that way I can share more, my, my plan, my goal is sharing. I need this dream, this message, this clarity, this solution, just as a tool, as a stepping stone towards getting to that energy of sharing, then the love and caring. will not say no to you. Very powerful, Mordechai. Thank you so much. All right. <laughs> Thank the Rav and Karen. Thank, Thank the Rav and Karen, Karen. exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's talk the language of dreams and the sleep yes. symbol of the week, which is? Which is about clothes. And there are many, many things about clothes. And uh, if we go back to the concept of learning the language, It's really important to understand. I think it's also true for, um, I don't remember if it's Chinese or Japanese, like one, one letter can mean like... Um, one symbol. One word can mean like 50 yeah. different things. Yes, so when it's, we it's come both to clothing, of them, by the way. Yeah, we can go over the different meanings of clothing in a dream. And keep in mind that, yeah, even though you have all those meanings, still... If you have the connection to the other 60% that we spoke about, then what's going to happen is that there'll come a time that you have a symbol that you've never met before. Or um, even the same symbol, oh, I learned about clothes, but I didn't have that particular situation with clothes in that dream. Your connection through this 60% to the metaphysical realm, to the lineage, to the tools, to the magic part of Kabbalah will give you the answer. I just wanted to make sure we have this introduction because we won't be able ever to cover all the angles of every symbol. Not possible. And it's, you know, we're giving you a piece, but the rest of the meal, you need to get through your connection uh, to the 99% or this other part of the 60%. So clothes in general, we usually wear, right, to uh, conceal our body. But it's also in order to reveal, because 
most of the people cannot go out naked to, uh, you know, outside of the house. Mm -hmm. You have to conceal your body in order to reveal it. Okay. So the concealing is not for the sake of concealing, it's for the sake of revealing. Also clothes, they're used as a protection. Sometimes it's protection from uh, uh, weather conditions. Sometimes it's protection uh, from energy of other people or energies. Like some people say, um, uh, you know, I feel uh, exposed. Mm -hmm. I feel naked. You know, like I felt naked in, the, in this meeting. You know, they put me on the spot. So why is that? Why is it? Because the clothes represent protection. They represent our surrounding light, the light that surrounds us and gives us protection and guidance and puts the right people in our lives. So this is the essence of clothing. So when you know that the symbol means connection to your surrounding light, uh, blessings, protection, and attracting the right people to your life, then you know, again, depends on what's happening in the dream. So for example, uh, uh, um, let's say you see yourself uh, wearing special clothing. That means you are raising, you're raising yourself, you, you, you're going to go to greatness, right? Or if the clothes are uh, dirty, that means that like there's something, something that needs to be cleansed. So as always, I'm yes. going to ask is because I would say that most of my dreams I'm wearing clothes. So is it when you're noticing the clothes that you're wearing or that there's something or somebody else is wearing? Because you know, most of so, my dreams... So what you do is actually you, you replace the word clothes with surrounding light, with everything that it means. Right? So if I see myself, um, um, let's say, tearing my clothes, mm -hmm. it's actually a, a good sign because I created an opening for the light to come in. Okay, so it's... I like wash my clothes. So I'm washing my, I'm, I'm washing my vessel to allow this beautiful light that is outside of me, surrounding me, to come in. Okay, so it means that some, some action, something's happening with, with your clothes. It's not just yeah. like... Yeah, but it can also be, let's say, uh, um, uh, silk, clo uh, silk clothing. Mm -hmm. So silk is actually connected, you know, silk is a, is a fabric that draws attention, right? If someone wears silk, you sort of know that it's silk. Right. It's not like, uh, you know, you know, you sort of know that it's silk. So it's, it draws attention. So whoever sees silk, it means that there are people, it's a warning sign for people that are jealous at you. Ah, okay. Because you draw too much attention. You have to conceal stuff. Okay, so... Right, so uh, this is an example. Or let's say linen. If you see yourself wearing linen, which is a fabric that is used for protection, we use it uh, in the space cleansing that we do. We wear linen and in different other things to protect ourselves from any energies that don't serve us. So you just have wearing linen, it's, it means that you are connecting to protection. Okay. So beautiful clothes can also mean like prosperity coming your way, like you're wearing clothing of a king, or uh, someone is stripping you off the clothes, so it's like a warning sign for losing greatness. It's all connected to this, uh, someone giving you new clothes, 
But again, you combine it with different things. Let's say someone who passed away giving you new clothes. Or someone gives you clothes in the colors that we covered in, in previous episodes. You combine the words, okay. the symbols, and you get to have a, a more a clearer interpretation. Well, that, that's exactly why we're excited that we archive all of our shows, and you can always go yes. back and hear the symbols, because you do have different symbols in it. And I would encourage you, um, if you have a dream about clothes, and Mordecai didn't mention one of the things that happened in your dream, you have the opportunity to do a dream interpretation with Mordecai. You can always right. reach out. And I'll tell you at the end of the, of the episode today um, yes. how to do that. I'm going to cut you off because we've run a little long today. Yes, so absolutely. let's go to something to sleep on quickly. So uh, we want you to tap into this uh, uh, 60% of the magic. And we're going to give you something special, which is uh, two pictures, one of uh, Ravberg and one of Kerenberg. Uh, these are very special pictures amongst many that when you look at the picture, when you stare at it, you start to see like the picture is talking to you. It's so weird, by the way. <laughs> I, just have to, I just have to acknowledge. He's not yeah. lying on that one. <laughs> it's, because it's the Raven Kiran, especially the Kabbalist, in, uh, and uh, the Raven Kiran that lived in our generation, uh, they are more alive now than before. They are no longer limited by the physical reality, and they can be everywhere and supporting anyone, especially those who want to share this light with others and have this intention. So we're going to give you the two pictures, and what you're going to do is every night for this coming week, before you go to sleep, you take a look at those two pictures, try to do like a few minutes with one at least, and at least a few more minutes with the other picture, one with Rav, one with Karen, and ask question that you have, um, a challenge that you have that you need support with, um, just simply elevating your sleep, elevating your dreams, getting a message, and do it for at least one week, and um, you might get the messages already before you even went to sleep, right? But uh, you might be dreaming about the Raven Karen. They are very much active in the dream state. Very much active. Many people have dreams about the Rav and Karen, or Karen, um, even people that never met the Raven Karen. So, uh, so you ask using the pictures. You, uh, and it can be a challenge, clarity about something, message, or just to sleep better, dream better. And uh, when you wake up, make the effort to journal your experience. If you had something that is uh, relatively unusual or special for you. Great. Mordecai, thank you so much for this incredibly insightful session. As always, I am very, very grateful to be a part of it. Um, we want to remind everybody that you have the opportunity to find all of the something to sleep on and the language of dreams on our social media pages on facebook we're the art of spiritual sleep group on instagram we are at the art of uh, sorry at art of spiritual sleep you can also find us on youtube if you want to look at any of the previous episodes and if we are all also on all of your favorite um, podcast platforms if you like anything that you've heard today or find any of this interesting we encourage you to share with others because we want everybody in the world to be able to better their sleep and their dreams 
And again, if you are interested in a dream interpretation or sleep coaching, you can reach Mordecai at dreams at Kabbalah.com. Thank you, everybody. I hope for my, I hope that you all like sleep on it and find the answers that you're looking for. And Mordecai, have a wonderful, restful, wonderful week. Thank you. And keep in mind that um, even if you have things that come to you in your sleep or in your wake-up hours that you want to hear about in our show, um, symbols, concepts, tools, please share with us so we can be of a better service to you. Exactly. Have a All great right. night. Bye-bye.